Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome to the 30th episode of Interlude Army. We're back with our second season for this episode, we interviewed the amazing and talented singer, Max. Let's get it! Welcome back to Interlude Army. Hey, I'm Roseanne. And I'm Jose. Yeah, We're yeah. back. Whoop. Dang, we've been gone for a while, but how have yes. you been doing, Jose? I mean, you know, dealing with Ms. Rona, like yeah. everybody else. Oh, yeah. Rona's but thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I know, right? And I feel like she's like, I'm here to stay and I ain't <sighs> going anywhere. We just have to deal with her. So that's what I've been doing, dealing with her. <laughs> um but I've been good. I missed you, Roseanne. I missed our oh, listeners. I missed the podcast. But honestly, I think we needed this break, guys, because we got to focus more on ourselves, on our YouTube sure. channels, on our personal lives, mm-hmm. our other projects and works that we have aside from the podcast. So I really do feel like it helped me, but I'm fully energized to get back into it. Woo! And we're here. Yeah. How do you feel, Roseanne? I'm excited. I feel like the second season will start off with a bang. Like, y'all already know we announced it earlier uh, that we're going to have Max as a guest. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's first of all, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. So I hope you guys will enjoy that later on in this episode. But um, life has been weird. I'm sure everyone feels the same way as well. Um, But yeah. it's kind of like, y'all, thank God for BTS. I'm just going to say that now. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> They're feeding us. And right now, man, I'm sure Jose is also prepping for this upcoming comeback for BTS. B. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. I know this is so, like, random out of nowhere. Just I just want to mention that before I forget. I don't know if you saw my retweet. Um, I saw a tweet of someone posting a video. And it's kind of like this little helmet thing that's over you that you could wear. I don't know if you saw that, Jose. I did not. No. Hold on. Let me let me send that real quick. To <laughs> let me just tag but, you. But 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 describe it to our listeners so they know. <laughs> oh, it literally looks like you're in space. It's kind of like this helmet around your head, and I don't know if you guys know the game Among Us. 
It almost looks like that. Here, I'll just tag you, Jose. It's gonna, it's, it's weird. Okay. No one ever tags people on Twitter, but I'm just gonna tag you right now. But it literally looks like, you know, the space helmet that people would wear. And it has like... What? Yeah. <laughs> so, y'all, I have it on my Twitter if you haven't seen it yet. But this is a such a good idea because I know we're so like sad and down about like not being able to attend a concert anytime soon, especially for BTS. Uh, but wow. if they were to like, you know, slap on the BTS ARMY logo on this big helmet thing, we can go to concerts with these things. Yo, you know, I laughed at first because I'd never seen this. <laughs> but now that I'm like looking at this video, I'm feeling it. Uh, like, right? <laughs> Hey, put some yeah. speakers up there that like you know oh my gosh okay sorry I, that was random but i just wanted you guys <laughs> to know that i have hope if if big hit would like purchase some of these and apparently yeah. there's also like bulk orders for like concert stuff like maybe they can wow <sighs> fingers crossed but just giving us some hope and some positive things out there you know, just to start this episode off. But it's it's cool because we can say that we got renewed. You know how they say t- TV shows got renewed for a second season? Mm-hmm. We can say that Interlude Army got renewed for a second. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. This is... Oh. We got picked up, girl, for another season. That's right. We made it to the second season. Uh, but just to update you guys, this is a big change for the podcast, mm-hmm. for us, and for you guys, it's going to be a big change as well. We are no longer with Himalaya. And if you remember, we had a premium membership with them. We are moving those perks to our own interlude podcast, Patreon. Mm-hmm. We also added some new perks to go along with it, such as chances to attend events, concerts, win merchandise, virtual meetings, and even listening in during one of our live recordings. If you want to volunteer to support us with extra content, make sure to check out our Patreon called Interlude Army Podcast. But don't worry, guys. The main part of this podcast, which is what you're listening to right now, will always remain free. The Patreon is only if you want to get more than just episodes. You are never obligated, but always appreciated. Oh, yes. But we also wanted to let you guys know that we finally have merch. (laughs) Yay! The podcast collaborated with an awesome shirt designer, Ecoism, to make a seven-member-inspired shirt. You can check it out and purchase it on his website, www.ecoism.com. Follow Ecoism on Instagram, and that is I-C-H-O-I-S-M. Special shout out to Army Magazine as well, who we previously interviewed in our podcast. We invite you to check out our friends at Army Magazine, the first all-digital magazine for BTS and Army. Through their worldwide volunteer employees, they strive to bring factual and trusted information about BTS, with new issues posted quarterly and fun blogs covering a variety of interesting topics. Army Magazine is for Army by Army. Take a look at www.armymagazine.co or find them through at ArmyMagOfficial on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, before we play Max's interview, guys, I did want to let you know I was not able to make it to the recording. But don't worry, Roseanne made sure to ask Max the questions I had for him. Enjoy the interview. 
Welcome back to Interlude Army. Today we'll be interviewing the amazing singer, songwriter, multi-platinum record artist, Max. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem, no problem. First of all, thank you so much for taking your time to join us. Unfortunately, Jose was not able to make it today, but don't worry, he's here in spirit. And he actually does have a couple of questions for you, so I'm not Asking Ooh, that, questions but, from in spirit. I like that. Let's right. But of course, I want to say congratulations. You've obtained, what is it, 40 million streams for, for yeah, you and Fans have been amazing. Thank you guys for streaming. It's been amazing. <laughs> no, it's insane. Um, I just want to tell you how talented and amazing you are. And <laughs> so on behalf of Armies, thank you so much for being so humble, down to earth, and also a good friend to Yungi. Pleasure. It's easy to be a good friend to him. He's such a good friend to me, too. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, well, first thing we'd want to know is, um, when did you get into music and what inspired you to become an artist? I've been, I've had music in my bones forever. I grew up in New York, so I would see, started with Broadway shows and, and musical theater stuff, and I'd see like The Lion King or Beauty and the Beast. I'd come home at, you know, four years old and, and recreate the shows on my living room table in my underwear for my family. And then... <laughs> You know, I just like loved that so much that I would start writing my music. So it's been since I was, you know, four or five. And I really started to write and record stuff when I was 13, 14. And, and it went off from there. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Um, does music run in your family? Like, does other people also in your family? There's only a few. It's funny. I have very, uh, not a very musical family. My parents are both tiny beautiful little little uh lawyers that are they're they're my hobbit family i'm it's it's surprising but i'm much taller than both of them and i'm still tiny so we you know we're a tiny fam and and uh, and the rest of the fam is pretty there's really only like two other people in my very large family that do music and one was in the original west side story movie and he played baby john and he's just this incredible choreographer and and all that and then one other who does broadway stuff too so and that's out of like a thousand family members i have a very large jewish family on my dad's side and a little irish family on my mom's that's so interesting to know that <laughs> you know that's just a few of your family members that and you in particular just love to sing and entertain which is amazing um as an artist um you continue to create but what helps you create and stay inspired they're like just bottling up life experience. Every time I go through something painful or beautiful, I just try to bottle that up in a safe space with writing. And, and that takes just being honest with the people I create with to you know, get in a room and say, okay, maybe I've met these people once or I've, I've, I've known them for years, but I get in and you know, we, we talk about what are we going to write about today? And I say, you know, I'm, we have a pregnancy scare or we have a baby coming or whatever it may be. And, and we just dive into that. So it's just it's just not uh, beating around the bush and just diving straight into whatever the story is every time. And, and that keeps me inspired to know that people are hopefully responding to, to how, how authentic each song is because mm -hmm. it comes straight from the story. Very true from experience and whatever that's going on around you at the moment, that's what inspires you. That's cool to hear. I, you know, you probably deal with like a lot of stress and handling like so many things and even misunderstandings, but on your own time, what do you do to like, de-stress do you meditate do you go on walks or yeah I, I definitely you know I spend a lot of time with with my wife uh we, we take you know dog walks just around the neighborhood which is cute the very the very just like 
neighborhood cute things. We mm-hmm. we take baths and candles and I do meditation now. She got me into the meditation and crystals Ooh, and really just, you know, balancing your chakras again and making sure that you're in this line of work, you're, you're getting a lot of energy thrown at you, good and mm-hmm. bad sometimes. And you got to balance yourself out so you can give your best every time. So those are my, those are, I try to do it as much as I can. My wife is very inspiring to say like, you really got to just take some time to meditate today. You know, maybe you're a little ridden of anxiety. Just, just, Mm. just take a second. Oh, that's so cool that your wife is into like meditation and crystals. I I feel like your your room makes, make gives me the vibe. Oh, you're about to say, I was going to say, you you probably into crystals. No, you know, (laughs) I got you. I got you. No, that's so cool. Yeah. And the importance of meditating and like de-stressing is very important. And I'm glad that, you know, you're doing that now. Um, Have you been into crystals for a really long time? Is that, is that a, is that a thing in your life? No, not a long time. Only recently, actually. And so I'm still like learning about that. It's kind of funny. I got like my own little like little crystal setting. You know? <laughs> oh, nice. But um, uh, no, uh, maybe I got to talk to your wife about more crystals. Like I'll learn more about that. So. <laughs> oh yeah, she's she's the one. She knows tarot, all the anything you could think of in that world. She's, she's very very Card in that readings space. and stuff too. I gotta get. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's she's getting good at it too. So she's uh, she's on it. It's it's cool. And I really I was not a believer at first. I, mm. I would say, and then throughout the course of our relationship, I've really gotten to be a believer. And and even she went to this psychic like uh, I don't know like a year and a half ago, and that psychic told her she was gonna have a little girl and all these little things that are obviously very real now. And I don't know how a psychic can tell you you're going to have a little girl. I mean, I guess there's only two options as far as biological. But, but still, yeah, you know. So I'm starting to get in. Yeah, yeah. That's... So now I'm, I'm just in now, which is crazy. I'm a, I'm a full believer. <laughs> that is so cool. Oh, my gosh. Um, now, before the collaboration happened, it was just really cool to see, like, when BTS started playing your songs before. Like, when did you first hear about them actually yeah first time I heard about them truly was this the the OG story of when I had this song with my friend Audi and it was called One More Weekend and uh and and I really loved that song and and the people that were working on it weren't really doing much for it they weren't promoting it and I was like oh this I love this song come on guys so I remember seeing that it went number one in Korea somewhere for and I I was just kind of taken aback why did it what what happened and, uh, and someone said, oh, you know, they sent me the video of Jungkook uh, singing and like eating noodles in a video of him singing One More Weekend. Yeah. And I, I immediately said like, who, who, whose man's got the power to just like do a live and sing a song and go number one? And so then I took a deep dive and then I started, you know, listening to all their music and, and really right away, I was, I was a fan, but I became army pretty immediately mm-hmm. just realizing, oh my gosh, they, they care about the visuals, that their songs are preaching acceptance. I was just like, these, this is my, these are my people. What am I doing? This is, this is my <laughs> life. And, uh, and then I just, I just stayed, you know, you just, wow. you, everybody I think remembers that moment when you become, when you become a fan of something and you just, you just stick around. Yes. No. Oh my God. I love your song. One more weekend. Like, oh, okay. So it's so, yeah, it really is incredible. I'm so thankful that, you know, Jungkook helped you in, in Korea to be more known, but also like, I'm just really thankful that like a lot of people are finally like acknowledging you, you know, like, it's just really cool. They, and now, can I ask you a question? It's yes. Jungkook or Jungkook? Well, the way I say it, it's so weird because the way they spell it in English is different. It's like Jungkook, which yeah. is weird. It's like Gook. It's, oh, here, maybe it'll help you like visually. It's J-U-N-G-G-U-K, Jungkook. No, I knew that, but I had this thing happen with this genius interview and Army roasted me for a sec, but I, <gasps> I, I said, 
I said Yoongi instead of Yoongi. And, uh, and, and I had never said it in an interview, I guess. And then everybody was like, oh my God, what, uh, what are you doing? And then, and then there was this whole meme thing. I guess there is a, there is a Yoongi, I don't know. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but now, now I'm so, I just make sure that I know exactly the pronunciation of everything, especially now that I'm trying to learn Korean. So yeah. I try to ask the experts. That's right. By the way, how how's it going though with learning Korean? Like how far are you oh, into I love it now? I'm not that far, honestly. The the learning sugar's rap in the in the song was my was my real introduction. Besides like mm-hmm. when I was in Seoul for the first time learning, you know, on on your Haseo and and <laughs> just the just the basics. But yeah. uh but now I'm doing I'm working on I'm having somebody help me translate to make a full version of Blueberry Eyes in Korean that I can learn and sing. What? I really love I love singing the language. It's rare. Like I I don't love singing German as much. You know, there's other <laughs> languages that I've tried stuff and it just doesn't roll off as easily for me. But with mm. Korean, it's so natural. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting with music. That's, my, that's how I'm learning a language, just by, you know, singing stuff for now. Oh, man, I could tell. You're actually really good at pronunciation. And I'm, you know, I've been trying to learn Korean, but I feel like you're already ahead of me as far as, like, learning. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, just, just by your verse, your pronunciation is, oof, it's so I'm good. Sure, I'm sure you're modest and you're way ahead of me because we, we just have help from Emily's friend who, uh, who speaks both languages and she helped oh. us break down the Korean and stuff. Like, that's that's really how we, we got the, the, the upper hand of learning the, the verse. That's so cool. So you said that they tra- you're planning on, like, translating the whole song. How is that yeah. going right now? Like, are we going to hear uh, it? It's just... It just started. It just started. I've been okay. like putting, I've been trying to get it done for a, a bit because, you know, uh, I really want to find it because it's hard to trans. You want it still to, the lyrics to mean the same, but true. still flow, right? So, true. so that's been true. the challenge thus far, but I'm excited for once we get it done because I think it'll be something hopefully people are excited about. Ooh, so are you, you hinting that, you know, if it is officially done and finished, that will go out eventually? Oh, for sure. If I'm, okay. doing, I'm not learning this whole oh. thing and I'll put it in the world. <laughs> not sure, it, right? Okay. Oh, that's so, okay. Can't, we're looking forward to that. That's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who haven't heard the story yet, for those who are listening, how did you end up meeting BTS and how did the collaboration with Yoongi all come about? Yeah, I was uh, in Seoul for the first time in January of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, had my, my first show there. And of course, we'd been giving love to each other's music for so long. I said, you know, I'm coming to Seoul. If they're there at the same time, I would just, it would be amazing to finally meet them. So mm-hmm. put that energy into the universe. And luckily it happened. I was supposed to meet Jungkook and, and, and Yoongi at the same time. And uh, I, I, I was at a shoe shop like an hour before, find out that Jungkook wasn't feeling so well. So I was just oh. going to meet Yoongi. But everything happens for a reason because I get to the big hit offices and I didn't expect much and we ended up just hitting it off. We just we just like dove deep really quickly into into music and basketball and Korean food and just everything. We just we just bonded. You know, you meet somebody sometimes and it's just it's too easy. You just you're meant to be friends. Right. And so that's what the vibe was with us. And and uh, at that same first meeting, again, no expectations. Mm-hmm. He just said, I'd love to have you. I have I'm working on a project and I'd love I want you to be on a song of it. And I just, I looked around, my friend Joel and my friend Evan were in the room. We were just like, oh yeah, for sure. Anything you want, I'm in. So yeah, that's how Burn It happened on August D. And at the same time, since he said that, I said, well, it'd be my honor to have you on this song on my album. And, wow. uh, you know, fast forward, bring him to his first basketball game in LA. He'd never been to one. And at that game, I, uh, I pitched him a different song on the album. And then I ended up, you know, he didn't feel that one. So I just sent him the whole album. He jumped on Blueberry Eyes. Boom, both the wow. songs in the world and that's the story in a, in a nutshell 
So were you guys working on both Burn It and Blueberry Eyes like at the same time? Same time, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's insane. And from different countries. We never, we were never together for it. We were always in, because it really, I think we finished both mm -hmm. right around when everything in the world started happening. So it actually allowed, because he was touring so much and we were touring so much. We actually both, since we were locked down in our own studios at home, we're just sending things back and forth to each other during that time. I think like in March and, and uh, in April, that's when we finished it all. That's so interesting. You know, I was wondering when you guys do send it back and forth and there's like edits that need to be made and stuff like that. Like, do you guys just send it in your own language and some, you just use Google Translate or how does that work? Or is it already So he has, you? He, he works with some amazing people. When we first met, he, he works with uh, an incredible A&R, which means somebody who really usually it's like a guide for your music in the industry and A&R is sort of, uh, they, they help choose songs and they basically give their opinions of different songs and help you figure out what's the best for your album. So uh, his A&R was there for every time we, we've hung out in person and she speaks perfect English and she speaks Korean. So she would translate in real time immediately. Like he would say something, she'd say it to me back and forth. So for the whole experience, we were on a group text with her and she would send back and forth like, oh, he'd like you to do this. And, uh, you know, can you do it up a key for burn it? And, and I'd say, of course, yeah. And then I send it back and forth. So that's how it was so seamless. That's so cool. Oh, okay. So instead of like email to email, it's more of a group chat. So it's so much easier to like communicate that way. That is so cool. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It was, uh, she's been incredible. I mean, shouts to, shouts to her. Yeah. She, she really was uh, so, so incredibly helpful throughout the process. I bet. I know. Shout out to translators around the world, especially for Yungi's translator. Yes, <laughs> for all your hard work. It's the way you said it, you guys just seem to click so easily and you're just comfortable. So like, were you so, were you like nervous before? Like, you, Cause you didn't know what to expect, you said, but he just totally. made you feel comfortable. Uh, I even heard that you sent um, Yungi a signed jersey from Alan... <laughs> I'd, Iverson. Alan Iverson. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, I did. I did. He, yeah, we, I was. First question, yes, I was nervous. I was standing in that room. I was just like waiting for him to come in. I'm in this room at Big Hit and there was cool stuff in the room and I'm just like looking around. Just, I don't know. I, I was, yeah, I was super nervous. I just didn't know, yeah, what to expect. And, and, uh, and it was such a relief when he walked in that it wasn't, it was, it was just so, it was so friendly. It was just it went very welcoming. Uh, so it's always nice when that's the it's that rather than the opposite I've had the thing where I think you're gonna meet I've definitely learned I'm more more so nervous sometimes because sometimes you communicate with someone online and then you meet in person you think you're just gonna hit it off you're like, oh my god we've talked all the time and then you get in person and it's weird right away or they don't act like you guys are bonded so I've definitely mm -hmm. I guess learned that lesson err on the other side you know he, he told me the first time we hung out that Alan Iverson was his favorite the 76ers and LeBron James mm. and so when I brought him the first count I was like well you're gonna see LeBron James live I'm gonna make that happen in <laughs> that basketball game and then uh, I love Allen Iverson he's always been a is amongst basketball players a more uh, more fun-sized guy a more tiny human like <laughs> like I am and and and, and Sugar's taller than me but you know he's the smaller he's not LeBron James size okay, well, yeah. you know, so I get why he's also one of his favorite players so I oh. said uh, you know I have a friend my drummer he is the most OG 76ers fan. He goes to every game. And he wow. said to me like, yo, I got a guy if you, I can get a signed jersey from Allen Iverson if you ever need. And I said, oh my, he would love that. So yeah, I made it happen. And my shout out to my drummer, Benny, and sent it over just as a, just as a fun gift. We've just, wow. he's been so, when I first met him, 
I get it is I think it's a part of Korean culture and just just some Asian countries in general but there's such a respectful quality of when we first met you know he he gave me this incredible you know signed deluxe album from the whole band and he wrote you know welcome to Korea can't wait to hang out in LA on and there was just like right away he gave me all these gifts which it wasn't about the gift but the gesture so I think that's been a part of our relationship it's less about the gift more of the gesture just continuing to be thankful for sure, the thought that goes into it. That is just so cool, though. That I love the gift that you gave to him. It's very, like, thoughtful, you know? And it's just cool to know that how he was very welcoming, very, like, open. The aura that he gave was very open, like, not intimidating, not, you know, so. <laughs> oh, I'm obsessed with that. I, every time I meet someone like that, like, you know, I, very few who, you know, have that pressure on them, be are still so humble and kind and those are the people I am the most respectful of and grateful for and and who I bond with the most you know there's 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 Sugar there's Ed Sheeran there's there's Shawn Mendes there's very few that can handle that massive superstardom and still be such a kind human and and so when you meet those people you just haven't because you know what it's like to have that pressure that there's an appreciation for somebody that can deal with it so well. That's amazing. And I could tell too, you know, I haven't met you in person yet, but I could tell you're very humble and down to earth. And that's probably why he likes you too. Like, you know. Hopefully. I hope so. I hope that's why we oh, no, well. Well, thank you. I mean, I wish I could interview him and ask him about you too, but I'm sure he'll say the same. <laughs> now, Jose, who is not here, he did have a couple of questions and he was wondering, did Yungi see the Blueberry Eyes music video? Do you know what like he thought about it? Yeah, I, I, he definitely saw it because he reposted and, and, uh, but we haven't talked about it. You know, I don't really talk about, now that the songs are out, when, whenever we go back and forth and talk now, it really is just mostly about basketball and stuff. And, you know, <laughs> I told him about my baby girl coming to the world. I like sent him the sonogram when it first happened and he was really happy for me. And we basically just root, we root each other on, but, um, but yeah, I don't, I, I try not to like send him all the stuff about the song. He's already been a part of the song. Oh. So you know, we'll text back and forth and be like, go Blueberry Eyes, go Dynamite. So it's, it's pretty uh, much, I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's known, but I hope he liked it. You know, I haven't asked him, but, but, uh, <laughs> but I assume he thought it was good. Oh, I yeah. hope he was into it. <laughs> no, it's cool though that um, when you guys text each other, it's more of just like human beings, like non-artists type of thing, interactions. So he's got so much pressure on him for their own group that I try to not add to that with it. I'm just grateful that he was a part of the song and, and part of the story enough, you know, so I just try mm-hmm. not to add that extra layer of like, what do you think about the video or whatever else? Oh, very true. Very true. So now I know people, a couple of people have already asked you this and it's just incredible how you and your wife, Emily, learned Yungi's verse in two weeks. Like... <laughs> it's so flawless. Uh, how did this idea come about, though? Like, who came up with, you know what, let's learn the verse? I did. Yeah, I'm always, I feel like I'm always going for just, <laughs> I get very ambitious. And sometimes it bites me in the butt. But most of the time, I'm very happy when we mm-hmm. go for it. But, you know, mm-hmm. it happens with, like, musical versions of songs. I'm always like, yo, let's do an orchestral version of the song, or like a jazz version. And sometimes, you know, the people I work with in my band or whoever else, they're like, okay, that's going to take some time to learn. But same with the Korean. I knew it was going to, I knew it was going to take some time. Mm-hmm. But when I found out he couldn't be in the video, I didn't want it. To, I didn't want it. To, I knew we had to utilize the moment and really make it special. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, I, the translation of his verse, I've said this a few times, but it's very romantic and it's very, mm-hmm. um, the lyrics fit right into the story. So it just felt like wedding vows. And when I, I kind of came up with the concept of the whole video of it being this quarantine, like fast forward of life in a day, 
oh. him being that verse being the wedding just felt perfect. And so learning those vows with her, it was, it was so special. And it was so great because sometimes we look at each other and we just do the, the verse from the, from the rap. And it's like our new love language. We have all these weird random love languages like sign language when I lost my voice and now Korean. So <laughs> we just keep adding to it. No, that's, it's sweet too how Emily got in, uh, like was involved in it. Like she was down to do it. And that is something that I guess the, through this experience, you guys learn together. So that's another thing that uh, brings so you both together. Oh. So Jose was also wondering, were you guys able to like nail it like in one try during the recording or like how many tries did it take for you? For you to so it's it funny. We, we wrote these giant cue cards with the phonetic <laughs> lyrics and everything, uh -huh. but it was so important for me not to look at those. I really wanted to just look directly in camera and just try to nail it. And, um, and we did a bunch of safety takes, but I actually, I think maybe it was the pressure was on and we mm -hmm. only had the one day to shoot the whole music video. And so as we were going through, I, I know on the director's side, out of necessity, how long things take. You always like spend a lot of time in the beginning of the day on stuff, and then you're fighting for it at the end of the day to finish the video. Yeah. So this part was so important, but we were just pushing through it. So it, it really, honestly, that whole take, we shot my part, her part, all the different shots of it, probably an hour we shot the whole thing. So, wow. I mean, there were probably, of all the angles you see in the video, like, I don't know, 15 takes total, but wow. it was, that was, and if there were any parts where we messed up in one take, we, we cut to another. So was, I'm sure we didn't do it perfectly every time, but we tried our best to just look directly in camera and cheer each other on to not look at the cue cards. Oh, that's so cool. Well, I heard you sing Yungi's verse live and that's amazing. So you already got it down now. Like you don't need no cue cards. You just got it oh, down. No, no, I don't, I'm having so much fun. I'm trying to like switch up the melodies because we're right? doing all these different versions. So it's been, uh, again, like I was saying earlier, it's just a very, a very uh, a language that really rolls off the tongue in such a beautiful way vocally. Mm -hmm. um, I tried to break it down as a singer why, but I think it's because there aren't so many hard E sounds in Korean. Mm -hmm. And that, like, you hear from singers why the national anthem is the hardest song to sing in, in the U.S. Because True. the top note is brave, like the brave. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the, and it's the top note. And so sometimes in English, it's hard to sing certain notes but in Korean I've noticed that most of the language just flows very uh very seamlessly so I'm having fun with it very chill I'm glad you're having a lot of fun with it we, we, we're having fun watching you sing it like do the verse that we I can't like do it that. ourselves but <laughs> I'm sure y'all can do it I, I gotta make that a challenge I've heard I had another interview earlier with this, this awesome dude Brian who, who learned the whole thing so Brian. I feel like that'd be a fun challenge to get people to learn it Oh my gosh. Oh no, I love Brian Byrne. Is that who interviewed you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so sweet. So awesome. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, you can make that a challenge. Like, um, have us learn a verse and we could put it all together. And yeah. So, this might be the culmination of that moment happening right now. That right? might have to happen. That I would be down. Yeah. I will, I will learn that verse. I'll do my yes. best. Okay, I'm not, another ambitious idea. This is how right. it starts. Like somebody says something like this, and then I go, "Oh my god, yeah, let's do it." And then, I just, <laughs> then I realize what it takes to actually make it happen, and then I like go in this dark hole of, "Oh my god," but I have to finish it. So yes. now this has started that I have to do it. Yeah, see, because Brian, you know, me and Brian are down, and then I'm sure a lot of people will be down to like record them singing a part of that, and then just put it all together. Ooh, let's see. Uh, yes, a cool challenge. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Now my wheels are turning. 
you're a perfect influence because it just it's it's my it's my double-edged sort of this this love for doing ambitious things <laughs> just like yes i gotta do it and then you have to actually go through the go steps of making it happen editing the video getting however many you know people mm. to do it so it's happening we'll, we'll we'll make that okay if you need an editor i'm just kidding i'm not that good at it. i'm not good at it <laughs> you said it girl you said it you're getting it we're just no. sending you the footage no oh gosh what uh, there's two things that I'm wondering. Um, well, one of my friends was wondering, were the blueberries real in the music video? They were real. We bought thousands of blueberries from Costco, and uh, and my friend Joel, who does so much in all the videos, and is just my my right hand king. He uh, yeah, he bought he brought home this just stack of blueberries, and I love blueberries, so it felt I wanted to eat all of them. And we actually planned to make you know we were like we can't let these go to waste and just you know mm -hmm. put them in the bathtub. So we were gonna make food, and then we thought that might be kind of gross if we made food <laughs> you guys were... Yeah, that'd be weird. So we ended up uh, trying to dye. We dyed all these shirts with them. We bought like fifty white shirts. What? And spent like five days learning how to, you know, custom tie dye T-shirts with blueberries. This old Native American method, and uh, we did it all. We we did we steps. We went through it, and then they came out, and they were just looked like they were like kind of stained blue. It, it wasn't as great as we thought, no. but we tried to keep them. We Aww. tried to keep the blueberries um, useful, and we used every part of them. Oh, maybe you could just do some art on the shirts. I mean, that's, that's what we really did. We already, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Joel, do you have? Joel it? painted all of them. Yeah, yeah. We just haven't put them out yet. I haven't had. I haven't oh, figured out how to do it. Darn. But, uh, okay. but they're just like kind of stained with the real blueberries from the video, and then then he just did custom art on each one. That is so cool. The fact that you guys try to utilize, like, you didn't want the blueberries to go to waste and you put so much effort into, like, using it. So, man, your actions, you guys are so, oh. you guys are cool. Glad to hear it. We definitely wanted to be food conscious and not just waste it. <laughs> now, we were wondering, how did you find out about the cat motive for Yugi? <laughs> I feel like um, it's, again, it's another double-edged sword. My wife, you know, I have to do like no phone weekends because mm. I'm so, it's an addiction. I, and I'm sure people can relate to, you know, you dive in and you're on it for way too long, but you learn so much. That's why it's tough for me because I, mm. I really feel like I learned so much from the fans. And I saw that randomly and I kept thinking like, what are ways to really make his spirit be a part of the video? Um. And I kept seeing the cat. And I remember telling the directors, like, we just have to throw a cat in there at some point, just, just for fun, just throw it in there. No, it, people who won't get it won't get it, but the people who do get it, they're gonna really get it. And it was so rewarding when we put it out and people were so excited about it because <laughs> I fought for that cat being in the video with a lot of people who didn't get it for a long time. Oh my gosh, no, that is so cool how you fought to get that cat in there because it was totally worth it. Like, as soon as we saw it, I was like, wait, how does, how does he know? And then the fact that, you know, because Yoongi wasn't in there, it's just cool that you incorporated the cat. I thought I was wondering if Yoongi saw it, like, how, what, it was, what his reaction was. When I don't he know. Like, people keep asking me, I hope he was cool with it. I, I, I really don't know. You know, it's, it's funny because people like call me a golden retriever. And I feel like mm -hmm. it's probably a similar kind of thing where it's like, mm -hmm. it's like partly you're just, it's, it's out of love. People are trying to, try to like create your personality in an animal figure. And right. at first, you know, you see it and you could, and, you, and I, sometimes the golden retriever thing, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what I am. Why, why would I deny? Like I was better than, you know, maybe the other, other dogs. I, you know, no offense to chihuahuas, but I wouldn't want to be called a chihuahua. I'd rather be a golden retriever than a chihuahua. So. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Yungi. I've never asked him, but I, when I do, I wonder how he feels about the cat thing right? too. No, I think he, he probably like left. I don't know. See, that's, 
that, that was just it's really endearing. cool. He, lo- he loves himself. I think that's why we get along so well too, is that he has a very deep acceptance for who he is. And, and I think the whole group does. And, and, and when you have that, hopefully you brush things off because you know who you are and, exactly. and you really try to find the love from what people are trying to give from it, you know, rather than take offense to something because you are who you are, you know, I'm a tiny human. I'm not six, nine. Like I'll never be a basketball player. You just got to accept that. Yes. Accept yourself. Love yourself. God. <laughs> so now you've had a lot of interactions with ARMY. Um, what has your interactions with ARMY like felt like so far? Like your experience? In- Incredible. It's so incredible. I think I'm very conscious of uh, how important it is to be respectful of those you work with always, whether it's the name on the feature or the producers of the record or the people behind the scenes. Like it, we're, the artists in the front are always the, the tip of the iceberg. And so th- that lesson is definitely just from people around me telling me just, you know, just be good to people. Mm-hmm. And, and I think ARMY is, is just, it's just good to people. They see when it's real. And I've been so grateful that that effort to just be respectful has been taken in such a in such a beautiful way because I know that there have been other instances where people haven't been as respectful, which is unfortunate, and uh, and it's and it's tough to see that because you're like it's not that hard just just be conscious of who you're working with and give love to those who deserve it. But I uh, I feel very grateful that they've been they've just opened me with welcome arms and it's so good to me. So it's been amazing. Yes, I think I also saw your uh, previous interview where you're. <laughs> saying that armies could be like the CIA because we're so like we know everything and you know it's very true what you said just you know be conscious and also I guess just treat people with respect and especially Mm -hmm. I know like the fandom is just being thrown around here like here and there and you know fandoms nowadays are not really looked up to as like or respected and so I'm just very thankful that you are one of those artists that do respect our fandom and also Yungi and the boys BTS so thank you so much for that <laughs> it's my pleasure it's, it's easy to do it and I'm honored to be a part of the fandom too I'm definitely I definitely consider myself army so it's yes to be part of it. I was gonna ask yes. you that too okay that is that's really cool it's welcome to the family Max. <laughs> oh, thank you thank you Konsanida. Oh, wow yes <laughs> oh my gosh so you you just dropped your recent incredible album color vision which by the way my favorite song is other than blueberry eyes is working for the weekend that is just Ooh, super nice. super catchy like i loved all of your songs but that was as soon as i listened to it, even it was like the first time the chorus was just stuck in my head the whole time i uh, love that thank you no problem. no problem. I could already hear it play in my head. Um, but, you know, you s- mentioned a little bit of what might be coming out soon, but are there any like future projects that you're currently working on that you're able to tease or say something about? Totally. Well, you know, I'm always, I feel like as a musician, you're always waiting for the spark, something that you put out a lot of songs, a lot of music and and you just see where you have a lot of love for songs like Working for the Weekend, like you said, but mm-hmm. when something sparks, at least for me, my, my method is that I just like to keep it exciting. And so for obviously Blueberry Eyes, it's been such an incredible spark that uh, like with Lights Down Low, those who dig into my past, I did a lot of fun versions of Lights Down Low. The yes. story of Lights Down Low evolved immensely over years. Oh. And, uh, and so that's sort of been what's been cool with Blueberry Eyes. Similarly, we're working out other really fun versions with other great artists who are jumping onto the story, which is uh, such an honor. And, and of course, I'm working on the next album. But for now, I think uh, Army will definitely be happy to know there's, there's lots of really fun and exciting versions to come from this song. 
Well, Ari's um, gonna see this interview, and then and then I'm gonna do like an acoustic version in a cat cafe, and it's just gonna take it to a whole. Actually, level. that would be really cool, and then like a spotlight on you, and you just oh, okay, yeah, we're going. <laughs> Reference this video when the cat cafe version happens. Of <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you so much, Max, for taking your time <laughs> to be a pleasure. Here. I love that. That's the last part of the interview is the cat cafe moment. That would be. <laughs> I wish it's the world. I don't think, I'm sure cat cafes aren't open right now. So I'll just have to, that's a, two ideas have sprung from this podcast. There has been the amazing whole Korean version of all the fans mm -hmm. and then the potential cat cafe acoustic version. Of you know, you could make your own cat cafe and get the cats that, you know, are wanting to be adopted. And just, just rescue cats and have them get adopted. Right. Okay. Yo, I'm let's go, boo. <laughs> See, look, if these wow. things come to life, I'll be like, oh my God. Max, you know, Max I'm, came through. He went through it. Both these ideas, I might have to, that would be so cute. <laughs> oh my God. You're getting my wheels turning. So it's a pleasure. I'm glad that was the last part of the interview. Right? Oh gosh. So, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank for you. those who are listening and haven't followed you yet on social media, y'all better follow Max. Um, where can they find you on social media? I try to keep it simple. It's at Max some places and at Max Music other places. So between mm. those two. Hopefully you'll find me. I know it's not very Googleable, but the goal is to be the most, the only, the top thing on yeah, Google. Yeah, when you so type we'll in Max, that's that. Get there, baby. Yeah. I need y'all. Let's make it happen. Top right. Thing. And make sure to stream his new album, Color Vision. You guys need to listen to it. It is amazing. But also his past albums and songs. And yeah, I, I swear, like people, I'm sure they've heard Lights Down Low, but they didn't know it was from you. I did see some reactions from that, but y'all need to listen to this amazing, talented human being, okay? But thank, thank you, you again. Pleasure all night. <laughs> thank you for having me. And yeah, I'll see you next time. I'm sure we'll, uh, next time we talk, it'll be a lot of ca cafes and, uh, and, and all, the, all the things all together. Right, all the projects coming through. <laughs> Let's do our next interview at a cat cafe. That's the move. That's that what we gotta do next. That would be hilarious. That'd be amazing, actually. That's a really good idea. I don't think anyone's done an interview in a cat cafe. Put that into the world. Put that into the ether one yes. day. Yes. And we will reference this in 20 years when we do the cat cafe yes. interview. Manifest this. <laughs> all right, pleasure, my dear. All See right. you next time. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. So that was our episode for this week. Make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode. To stay updated, follow us on Twitter at InterludeArmyPD. That's InterludeArmyPD. And our Instagram is also InterludeArmyPD. Mm -hmm. And if you want to send any feedbacks or letters, please email us at interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in and have an amazing week, you guys. Yay. Bye, everybody. Boys, Bye, Roseanne. Bye, Jose. <laughs> Bye. Kim Nam-joon, Kim So-jin, Min Yoon-hee, Jung Ho-seok, Park Jimmy.